Okay, this is the second volume of a sefer called Ali Shar, which I see some people have. Um, and, okay, so, so just um, a little bit background. Are you familiar with the sefer Ali Shar? I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? That's yeah. easier to say no. Okay, it's easier to say no. Good. Um, okay, so it was written by Rav Shlomo Volvi, who, uh, so I don't remember exactly what year he was born, he was born in Germany, not from. He, at some point in his, I think that, that it's, it's fascinating because most Jewish people who went to university in Berlin and other places like that, they were like going that way. And somehow he went to university and ended up getting hooked in um, and... Ultimately, he ended up in the Mir Yeshiva, in Mir, and connecting very strongly with uh, the, the two mashkichim who were there, Rav Yeruchim, um, and, and, uh, and, and uh, Rav Yeruchim Levavitz, and Rav, Rav Chatzkel Levenstein. And, and uh, especially Rav Yeruchim had a very, very strong impact on him and his uh, Musser take on things. Uh, so this he, is early 1900s. Yeah, so this is this is so this is around the so he's in the mirror around the time that the war breaks out. Right. He's German. So when the rest of the mirror was heading through Russia, it was a no go for him. He was able to get himself to Sweden, and he spent the war years in Sweden. I think he was. I think he got there as. Maybe a tutor. I think he was tutoring someone's kid in Lumbrana Kurdish or something. You know, mm -hmm. something. Um, he was able to be in Sweden. He was involved in um, trying to save whoever he could from Europe. That that was something he got involved in. Um, and then after, I think it was in 1946, he made his way to what was then called Palestine. And uh, while there, he um, be, he married the daughter of. Rav Avram Grzhensky, who was the last Mashkiach of Slobodka. So, so the last Muslim personality of Slobodka, who got killed in the war, he died al-Kiddush Hashem uh, in, in the Holocaust. Uh, but he, so his daughter survived, made, it, made her way to Eretz Yisrael, and he ended up marrying her. Uh, and he uh, was involved in different yeshivas in Eretz Yisrael, as, I think his longest, the, the, the longest, or, or like the place where he's most, I don't want to use the word most known for, but like his, his like in the height of his, uh, of his strength, is, there was a yeshiva called Ber Yaakov that was down in, near Sterot, near Nativot, Sterot, in that, that area, uh, back when it wasn't infamous for its uh, location next to Gaza. Um, and there was yeshiva down there. There was a there was a uh, a very it was it was an amazing yeshiva, just based on the the people I know who who have who went there. It had a very most yeshivas either had like a very very strong rosh yeshiva personality or a very very strong mashkiach musa personality. And this had both. There was someone with Moshe Shmuel Shapiro, who was the rosh yeshiva, and he was the mashkiach, and uh, he was there for a number of years. And uh, he he was the he was the Balmusser of 
you know, our time. So I think he was Nifter in 2005 or something, but, but in, in our time, he was that, that connection to the world of Musser from Europe. He brought it over to, um, you know, post, the post-war world and was able to present it after, the, after he left the, the yeshiva. He went, ended up in Yerushalayim. He reconnected, I don't know if he was always connected maybe with the mirror, but but uh, he ended, like when I was in the mirror, he would give the, shm- the, the Musa Shmuz every other week. He, he was the, the one who gave the Musa Shmuz. Um, and he had a place uh, near his home called Beis HaMusser. Literally, like, you know, the, the, the house of Musser that, um, that, that was his place for Limit HaMusser and the development of these, of, of these ideas. One of his famous Talmidim nowadays is Rav Ruven Leuchter, um, who writes in different, uh, you know, Mishpacha magazine. He has a column that he writes regularly, but he's a Talmud. There are a lot of people nowadays who are Talmidim of his, and um, he had this amazing way of being able to fuse Musser and bring it into our world and and uh, and connect us to it. He, he has, he, there happens to be that there's an amazing piece in here where he um, he talks about it's I, I started teaching recently in the in the girls yeshiva, twelfth grade. So I, I was I was just learning this piece with them, where he talks about like um, people are defined by their place and their time, and how uh, in, in Chazal it's very clear that a person has to be makiris makomo. You have to you have to realize where you where you are, and you also. Uh, you know, the Pasuk in Kohala says that, you know, a person who says that they want to live at a different time, that's all, you know, that's shtus, you know, that's, that's, that's silliness. And his basic point is that we are all products of our, of our place, both nurture, but even in nature, that just we, we naturally have certain tendencies because of where we are and when we are. And Hashem puts us in certain places to face the challenges of that generation and of that place. So for a person to say that, like, oh, you know, I can't accomplish anything in this world because it's full of, you know, fill in the blank, X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever bad thing is affecting, um, you know, uh, is affecting you, right? That's like, that's the wrong thing. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the wrong, um, that's the wrong perspective. The right perspective is that we're, we are... We're we're all born at the right time. You know, like we're all um, we're all you know here and and where we're supposed to be, and in the right place. That's that's how we're supposed to be. That's where we're supposed to be. And he had an amazing sense of our world. And even though he seemed to have been a person who was maybe like you know up in uh, you know uh, you know a holy person who wouldn't be able to connect to to, to us, but his his uh, his, his ability to to see people and to understand them and to understand our world and uh, his his writing whether he, whether he actually learned, you know read this read it or didn't read it I you know there are all these legends about what he read and what he what he was what read it read up on or whatnot but but uh, his knowledge of psychology and his understanding of the human psyche are unbelievable especially for specifically our our age, you know, the, the, the 20th and getting into the 21st century. So, 
Um, in this in this second volume, uh, he he has the, he begin he begins with something called Ma'areches Ha'adam, and he himself you know instead of uh, I'll read a little bit he he's going to set up what what exactly he's trying to do he's trying to um, um, present to us something that we need to understand about ourselves and learn about ourselves and develop with within ourselves that is uh, absolutely fundamental to our self-development and, and our being able to realize who it is that we're supposed to be. But uh, uh, at this point, I'll let him do the talking a little bit about what he's trying to do. Okay, so he says, right, in, this, in, this, uh, in this presentation over here, He's going to place the human as the human in a center point of our avoda, of what we're trying to accomplish and, and work on. Vizaton hasbar. i got to explain myself. Why is the Indian of being an Adam, being a person, why is it so important in the Torah? Isn't the main point to just do mitzvos, learn Torah, that's the Ratzon Hashem. So, is the focus supposed to be on the person? Or is the focus supposed to be on, you know, the person is just the tool with which mitzvahs are done and Torah is learned. And just like, do the Ratzon, do the will of Hashem, and that's it. Why would we put the human, like, in the center of, like, why, why would we put the spotlight on what does it mean to be a human being or to be a person? Who cares? So now we have the, the, the question put before us. What's the main thing in this world? Is it the Torah? Or the person who is keeping it? What's the, what's the main point? What's the main purpose of this world? So he says, This question was asked in Chazal, and they answered the question. So this is the Tana These are a series of brisas that involve Elio Hanavi. A lot of them are very interesting. You've, you've probably heard or seen things from, because some of them are kind of, you know, interesting, far out, you know, but okay, so here we go. He says, over me, one time I was traveling from place to place. I met a person who was learned in like Chomish type of stuff, but not in Mishnah. Just an interesting point. He's not going to go and super analyze everything over here, but it's just interesting how everything is phrased here. For he said to me, Rebbe, There are two things in this world that I just absolutely love fully, uh, incompletely. Ve'iluhin, and these are they. Torah v'Yisrael. I love Torah, and I love Klal Yisrael. Avil eneni yodea ezemehem kodem. But I don't know which one is first, or like which one is primary. That's his question. Amarti lo, I said to him, Bini, my son. Darkan shel b'nei adam omrim ha-Torah kadma. People normally think that the Torah is primary. Why? Shinemarts, it says, 
So, so the coming. We say Torah is the blueprint of the universe, even before creation. So, so, I, so it, it literally, I think, it, I think, literally translated, you're right that it means comes first. But what it, what it's, what its meaning is, is that whatever came first was the point. In other words, Hashem created the tachlis. Hashem created the purpose, and then built a whole framework around it. So, like, what's first, meaning, so, like, what's the point of everything? Like, like, where does it all go back to? Like, what's the, you know, so at the end of the, what's at the top of the, of, what, of, of the pyramid over here? The source of everything. The source of everything, right. So, so he says, okay, so people say it's the Torah. Shnemrits, it says, Hashem Kanani Reishis Darko, because it's called Reishis, and that's in the first Rashi. Rashi has a bunch of things that are called Reishis, right? So it's like, they're all first, but... What's first of the first, right? Aval ani omer, so says Eliyahu Navi, but I say Yisrael Kadmu, that Yisrael came first. Shinemers, it says, Kodesh Yisrael Hashem, Reishis Tvuasa, that Yisrael is holy to Hashem, the first of his grain. Okay, so again, that's what we refer to as Reishis, and again, that's, the, that's in that first Rashi in Chumash. So he continues, Mashal Melech Shahayilo Isha Bonim. It's like a, a king that has a wife and children, in a house. And he writes a letter to the place where his wife and children are there. And he says, If not for the fact that my wife and children are like, you know, like I'm happy with like their state in that house, I would destroy the place. Like, I need that place to be... I need to, so, so, because of them, I keep that place around. I keep wh- wherever it is that they're living. It can stay because it's making my wife and kids happy. Kach, ilmolehem Yisrael, if not for Klal Yisrael, lo olam, the world would not be created, v'nechrav olam, rather it would be destroyed. V'kach nemar, and this is what it means when it says, kodesh Yisrael Hashem reishis tivuasa, V'nemar, and it also says Hashem konani reishis darko. So, very, very strange, because if you think about it, it, at the, it ends off with both psukim. It ends off with the Pasuk that's about Yisrael, and then it says the Pasuk that's about the Torah. So, what's up? So he says, Lo nichnas habir Listen, I'm not going to get into all the details of this unbelievable statement of Chazal. Lono Nagea, what's what what is applicable to us is Kikan Asku Chazal Bishelosenu Mikodem. Because over here Chazal are dealing with the question of what's first? What came first? Hainu, which means me or Iker. What's the what's the main point? What's the focus? Hatorah or Adam? The Torah or the person? Vehriya Eliyahu Zal, and so Eliyahu, the Kronal of Racha, decided She Yisrael Kadmu, that it's Klali Sol that's that's first. And here's the marshal. When he talks about the wife and the kids, he means, The Torah is the, is the wife of the king. The Yisrael Habanim, and Yisrael are the children. The Sof Maisa, so like the, the purpose, the, the, the end of everything, you know, it's like, what's the point of it all? The Hainu Habanim, that's always like the initial purpose of things. So it's almost like the reason that the husband takes the wife is to have the children. So what's the ultimate purpose? Is the children. And 
And the, the letter that the king sends are these two psukim. Hashem kanani reishes tarko nemer al kadosha. That pasuk is about the Torah. Sheosa kana sheosa kana kaviyachol kiisha. It's called the Kenyan of Hashem, just like you know, using that that uh, the, the way we refer to kedushin. V'Yisrael him reishes tivuasa, and Kalayisrael is the first of his grain, because grain is the offspring. It's the it's it's what what the ground puts out. That's the point, is to have that tevua, is to have the grain that, that comes out. Hare meaning, So that means that the point of the Torah is So it's interesting. So he says, Hashem is, so the husband, the Torah is the wife, Klal Yisrael are the children. So that means that the purpose of it all, the purpose of Hashem having a Torah, was for Klal Yisrael to become everything that they could be. So if, you, so if we thresh that out, we think about, okay, so what that means is that ultimately the purpose of having the Torah and Hashem creating this world was so that the Jewish people would be able to have a way to become everything that they can be, and that's the point of everything. That's the ultimate goal of why Hashem made everything. Which is why you started off saying that's you're exactly in the place you need to be. Is that you introduced it that? So I mean, I introduced it kind of on a different, but but yes, that is yes, we are all in the place that we need to be with the tools. By design, because you're so. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. <laughs> well, some people say that when to me when I'm being very self-centered. You know. <laughs> If someone says to you, you think it's all about you, you say, that's right. That's right. Eliyahu Navi told me so. I'll be over your head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then your wife could say, but it's all about me. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now, tachlis habria. So the, that means the tachlis of the bria is... Oh, that's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's okay. Okay. No, it's okay. For the right price, it can be... Uh, okay. So that means that the, the purpose of the Bria is someone from Kal Yisrael. So, so now, he started with like this idea that like, could we have to develop the, the concept of like, what does it mean to be a properly built human being? So he said, maybe who cares? I mean, I don't know. Who cares what a human being is? You got a job. Go do the Torah. Because isn't the point of everything the Torah? Isn't the point of everything is to have all those mitzvahs done? No, no, no. The point of everything is to have a human being built in the most perfect way possible. Spiritually, obviously. But to, to be perfectly built spiritually. So that means that we have to look at what is a perfect human... What, what does a perfect human being look like? What, what is that sculpted, you know, uh, human form that, that, that we are referring to. So, halohu atachlis. So, it's not a weird question of what's, what is that perfect mold of a human being. That's the point of everything. And through this we can understand what it says. The Gemara Pesachim says, Tanya, Rabbechia, so Rabbechia taught. Somebody who learns Torah in front of a, a, an Amaretz, in front of an ignoramus, it's like being with the the, the Amaretz's 
Arusa, so the girl he's engaged to, it's like taking her right in front of him. Shnemers, it says, Torah tziva lanu Moshe, um, Asha, you know, the, uh, Moshe commanded us the Torah, Morasha, which we, you know, literally means it's inheritance, Kihilas Yaakov. Altikri Morasha, so the Gemara says, don't read it as Morasha, Ela Maorasa. The Torah is our betrothed, right? So, Ela Maorasa, Lechol Kihilas Yaakov. So it is a, the, it's the betrothed mate of all of the, the Jewish people. Hare. So that means that to every Jew, the Torah is the, the betrothed one. Now, the Tamar Chacham is someone who has a relationship with Torah that is real fusion. And the Torah is like the wife of Tamar Chacham. So, so just to get back to that Chazal, so in the Chazal, it's almost like, this is like the super tease to the to, to, to the you know to the Amaretz. The Amaretz, he also has this relation he's supposed to have this relationship with Torah. And he doesn't. And then there's someone else who's got that relationship with Torah. So that's like, you know, that that's that is supposed to, you know, rock him on the inside. So now Esma, so now you could wonder. Hello he Kesarosha, what do you mean? Why are, we, why are we looking at it as like uh, it's the wife of the Tamachacham? I thought Torah is like the crown of the Tamachacham. How can we say that the Torah is like the wife of a Tamachacham? But this is what it means. The Torah is, it's the thing that makes him get better. It helps him when he needs help. It smacks him in the face when he needs a smack. And through him, through it, the Torah, is, the person is able to reach a shleimus. That's the role of a spouse. The role of a spouse is to make ourselves everything that we can be, to bring out the best in us and to smack down the, the, the lousy things inside of us. The Torah is able to help a person without, you know, with an unlimited way. But aval hatachlis he shehu yagiel l'shir kamasul b'tachlis hashlemos. The purpose being that a person reach his full potential. So again, the point isn't that the Torah be fully kept by more people. The idea is that the person become developed by the Torah, with the focus being on the person. Adam Harishon never kabalshir komanora. So Adam Harishon was was created with like tremendous amount of everything. Misofa olam vaatsofa mina arta darakia. There are descriptions of him. He, he encompassed the whole world. His his his. And again, this isn't just a physical description. This is like a spiritual description of the unbelievable vast uh, uh, stuff that that Adam Harishon was made of. Vinismata komaso aydeyachet. But because he did the chet, so then. He had that potential kind of squashed from him. Lulezeh, without that, he would have physically lived forever. He was, he was he's supposed to live eternally. So what happened was, is Hashem was not ready to say, okay, you know, Adam, you, you, you're doing tshuva? Okay, back to the way you were before it. That's not the way it worked. 
So the potential of mankind started to slowly be revealed through Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov to the point where Klal Yisrael, as, as they left Mitzrayim, the potential within them was back to being, that they had the potential to become what other Mauritian once upon a time was. And when they got the Torah, right after Klal Yisrael got the Torah, they were supposed to live forever. That is the way it was until they messed up with the Cheder Ego. So there was this return to Eden. That, that's, that it really is. like that, that's, that's where they went back to. They, they got all the way back to that point um, within themselves. But then, Cheder Ego, back down, Ivdushuv Milo Narazu. They lost that tremendous level. But, so, but what's the point of Torah? So now, we're back in this world. Okay, we had that tremendous high at Matan Torah, came crashing right back down to earth. Then we got the Torah again. Round two. What's the point of it? It's to bring us back to that Madrega. The Gemara says that every mitzvah has an element of tchias hamesim attached to it. What does that mean? It means that every part of Torah has the capacity to bring a person closer to the fulfillment of his per, uh, of, of his potential, which is to eventually get to the state of this eternal being that other Marishan once was. So again, the point of all of it was not that Torah should be kept, the point of all it was that man should be developed. So, Hayesh Ot Safik. So, again, is there any doubt? So, what that means is that we have to put the development of man and what exactly a man is supposed to be and what he's supposed to develop into, what kind of potential he possesses. That has to be the focus of our thought process. And what a, a mistake it is to think. That, okay, if I just do mitzvahs, I'll just get fixed up by myself. I don't have to, like, plan. I don't have to, like, know what I'm, what, what I'm trying to achieve. Let me just do more and more mitzvahs, learn more and more Torah, and then I'll become And just to think that, like, okay, it's just like a mechanical process. If I do these amount of mitzvahs, I'm going to become so much more of a better, you know, get closer and closer and closer. There's a big rule in Avodah Hashem. Ein memela. Nothing happens by itself. There is nothing that just happens. It's not, there's no automatic process. If you are not trying to get to a madrega, to get to something, then you won't get there. If you're not trying for something, if you don't have a goal in mind, then you will not reach that thing because you're not going anywhere. A type of fullness of, 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 of oneself that you are not working hard towards, you're not going to achieve. 
It's true. Hashem does not hold back the schar of a mitzvah. And reward you'll get. For mitzvahs that you do, you'll get reward. But if a person is not attempting to make himself a whole, will use spiritually well-rounded and properly formed person, you're not going to become that whole person. And this, it's, it's, a, it, it's, it's going to be something that's going to, you, you, a person's going to think, what do you mean? Why am I not developing? Why am I not getting where, where I'm supposed to get? Well, because you don't know where you're going, therefore you're not going to develop in that way. And it's, in, in our world, we are very used to processes taking place. That like, listen, if I just, if, if I don't know why it works, but I go like this in my car and, okay, moves. I just move that crank thing and then I know I'm going to go forward. Or if I move it up two notches, it'll go backward. So we don't think about why it happens, how it happens, what, you know, what's making it go, because those things are mechanical. And our world does have mechanical processes and things that just happen and work automatically. But when it comes to self-development, self-development doesn't happen unless you are shooting for the goal. Because the, 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 the pro- knowing what you're trying to become or trying to mold yourself into is going to help you become that thing. So a person, you know, if you have a pottery wheel and you don't know what you're doing, now, I don't even know what I'm talking about when I say this. I don't know how to, you know, what to do with that thing. But, like, you know, you can't just, like, put your hands there and do, like, you know, you see on, oh, you keep your hands around, and all of a sudden you have a bowl. It doesn't work. You have to kind of know what you're trying to make and how it's supposed to happen. Same thing is with the development of a human being. You do mitzvahs, yes, Hashem will give you all your check boxes, and you go to Olam Haba, and you'll get all the, you know, whatever the schar is you'll get. But as far as developing yourself as a f- well-rounded human being the way Hashem wants us to be, that's something that we have to think about. We have to know what we're shooting for and then figure out, okay, so how am I going to utilize the Torah and the mitzvahs and all the things that I do in Avodah Hashem, how am I going to utilize those things to fix myself and turn myself into that person that is that, that, that ultimate goal? So, the point of this book is to um, find that way towards Shlemus, towards wholeness. So he says, the, where the starting point is to know, okay, we want to develop ourselves into whole people. What does that mean? What, what is a human being? What does Hashem want a human being to be? What does that look like? I mean, we all know what we are physically, but when it comes to the, the development of a person's uh, uh, spiritual self, what does it mean for a person to be whole and complete? And what is that surah, what is that form of uh, a human being that, that, that Hashem is looking to turn us into? And that's, that's, what, this, uh, that's, that's what this Sefer is all about, and that, that, that's his haktama to, to what we're going to be working on. It's Hashem. Uh, Damn. What's the name of the Sefer? Ali Shar. Ali Shar, okay.